and welcome to Three Stooges Throwback. I'm your host, Gabriel Russo, and thank you for coming back for the first short of the Three Stooges Throwback. First, this is the show where we are going to look at each Three Stooges short through the years in order. To be right up front, I get most of my information from Wikipedia and from IMDB, so I will be pulling from those greatly. I'll watch every short, then I'll talk about it a little bit, and then, um, like I've watched the short already this morning, I'll talk about Woman Haters, which is the very first one, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm going to try and keep it around 15 minutes or so. Don't forget to check out the sister show, it's on the same feed, so if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to that. But the sister show would be Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. It's all about profiles of silent era stars and starlets. Anyway, on with the Three Stooges throwback. This is really episode one, I guess. The first, the, the last episode we did was just a, an intro and who Ted Healy was and all that type of stuff. But this one is on the very first Three Stooges short, Woman Haters. Interesting about this, came out in 1934. The thing about this is they weren't known as the Three Stooges yet, and so when they were billed, they were billed as Moe, Larry, and Curly. In the beginning, you know, on the posters and whatnot, it says Moe Howard, Larry Fine, and Jerry Howard, because that's Curly's real name. So this is directed by Archie Gottler. All the Stooges shorts were produced by Jules White, or at least, to my knowledge, all of them were, the vast majority of them were. This is written by Jerome S. Gottler. Archie Gottler basically is known for being the director of the very first Three Stooges short. And there, there I couldn't find anything, well, at least on Wikipedia, I couldn't find anything about Jerome S. Gottler. I'm not going to dig too deep. I usually, you know, I usually don't. Woman Haters, uh, it, starts out the, uh, it starts out with a picture of an eagle, not the short, but the, the, still the credits. There's a picture of an eagle holding a gear in one talon and, and some lightning bolts in the other talon. It says NRA member. And at the bottom it says, we do our part. <laughs> now this is 1934, so this is before World War II. So it says, a, a musical novelty, Woman Haters, with Marjorie White. She's the uh, the blonde that plays Larry's wife in this. Anyway, the plot of this is, oh, it, it says, uh, Harry Cohn, president of Columbia Pictures. Photography by Joseph August and film editor James Sweeney. Recorded on the Western Electric noiseless recording. So I guess that was, you know, the, the running of the machine didn't throw any, it didn't record any noise onto itself. So this stu- this short, the very first one, like I said, it's all in rhyme, uh, which does get, it, it, it it's a little bit clever, but it, it's a little bit tiresome at the same time. I'm glad that this was not the first Stooges short that I ever saw. (laughs) It was okay. It's not the Stooges at their best, although it is, you can see things, shades of things to come, let's say. There's the first, and they haven't gotten them down. They haven't gotten the gags down, but there's a first, you know, of the gags on the train where they fall out of the car and out, you know, off of the second level, first level, they wake everybody up, blah, blah, blah. The uh, plot of this one here is uh, the Stooges says that they're employed as traveling salesmen. I never got that. <laughs> Regardless, they they show up and they want to join the Womanators Club. They swear they they will never uh, get romantically involved. <laughs> they're having a meeting. The Womanators Club are having their their meeting, talking about how much they hate women and will never get 
involved with a woman as long as they live. When the stooges knock at the door, they come in, they want to join. The initiation is a poke to the eyes and various other whacking. <laughs> so cut to, so now they're members. So cut to next, the following week in the bar, Larry comes, comes clean. Larry playing the part of Jim, which is rare in Three Stooges shorts. Only a couple of times did they play anybody besides themselves. So Jim comes clean that he has fallen in love with uh, his, his, you know, he, with a woman. Then uh, they're getting married that night. Tom and Jack, Moe and Curly, uh, try and talk him out of it. They go to the party. They actually they they decide they're gonna they'll I'll meet you guys later tonight. So he's gonna go break it off. So he goes, but Mary's intimidating father threatens Jim, Larry, and. Uh, now all this, all the layer, all the uh, dialogue is in rhyme. Like I said, <laughs> he threatens. Larry comes clean a little bit and starts to broach the subject of uh, you know being nervous at, at getting at the prospect of getting married, and uh, the father basically tells him a story about how his uh, his other daughter, who they show, and she's you know the unattractive one. He she had a fiance who tried to abandon her on the wedding day. And the brothers roughed him up and forced him to go with the ceremony. It's funny because they, uh, my one, you know, it's basically singing. There, you know, my, my one son is a cop, you know, so we got him in trouble with the cop. And then this, his brother is a fighter. And so they show this dude and he's got the biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. Freaking mitts. He must have been a wrestler or something. <laughs> so anyway, and then they show the, uh, the, this guy on crutches. And all beat up, and it's uh, it's the groom. But you know he'll he'll get better soon. Poor guy. <laughs> so yeah. So later on a uh, on a train ride, the Stooges and Mary. You know they're trying to talk Mary, or they're trying to talk Larry out of marrying her. But they're each trying to woo her at the same time. Mary seems like she's really kind of a double dealing thing here. She uses her her charms to uh, woo both. Moe and Curly in her attempts to make Jim jealous because Jim wants it to keep it a secret. You know, he wants to keep their relationship a secret because the the woman haters club will kill him. <laughs> so uh, they both fall for the, uh, you know, for her as she proves that the oath that they swore in the woman haters club is super lame. And uh, finally, Mary tells uh, Tom and Jack the truth that she and Jim, Larry, are married Pushes her way into the bed, smacks them around. Tom and Jack both fall out the window. Um, it wraps up with uh, the, the, the Stooges, now old men, Moe and Curly, sitting at the 30th annual meeting of the Woman Haters Club. There's a knock on the door, and it's Larry, and he comes in, and he wants to, uh, you know, he wants to join the Woman Haters Club. Apparently, 30 years after of, of being happy, you know, married bliss and raising a family and all, now he's a woman hater again. Um, this short was very strange. I mean, it, they're they're all dated, obviously, but this was really misogynist. I don't know. It was really sexist, and obviously, it was a different time back then. And I don't want to paint these with. I love the Three Stooges. I don't want to paint these with a modern brush and be like and point at the Stooges and point out there where they went wrong in, in as far as modern days modern day is concerned. <laughs> but at the same time, and this one was a little hard to watch because of the all the rhyme. 
it, it, it holds them back, I think. It really, it really does. While you think that it's a clever use writing, I think it, it really holds the Stooges back and it doesn't, uh, doesn't allow them to show their full stuff. As far as production of this, Woman Haters was filmed over four days, <laughs> March 27th to the 30th in 1934. The musical novelty at the beginning of this that I noted was a series of films by Columbia, and this was the sixth in those. Now, they weren't all starring the Stooges, obviously, but all of the dialogue was delivered in rhyme. Jazz Age music plays through the entire short. The rhymes are spoken in rhythm with the music. For the most part, there's a few scenes, like there's one scene where the Stooges don't talk in rhyme at all, where they're sitting and and eating, and then they go into rhyme. This is the sixth, like I said, being the sixth in the musical novelty short. It used the musical score from the first five so that they would all be cohesive. There's a song that runs through this, My life, my love, my all. Uh, it's featured in this. was originally a song called At Last from the film Oompa. I already mentioned that Jerry Howard gets billing in, on this. His name was Curly. I mean, as, you know, that's, his, that's Curly's real name. There are only two other... Shorts, where, like I mentioned before, where they play other names. Uh, Three Lone Wolves and He Cooked His Goose, and we will get to both of those in due time. There's a character, Bud Jameson. He's in a ton of Three Stooges shorts. He delivers the first eye pokes to the Stooges. They're part of the initiation that I mentioned to get into the Women Haters Club. He pokes Larry in the eyes, then Curly. Then he pokes Moe, who mistakenly blames Curly, and slaps him, igniting the first Stooges brawl of the short films. Now, they did these on stage in vaudeville for a long time, and in other feature films in cameo roles, like we talked about last episode. Now, Bud Jameson, like I said, he re- he's a recurring character in all of the, in, in maybe not all of them, but he, he sure was in a lot of Three Stooges. He's, he's always the judge, or, you know, the... Um, in this case, he's the woman haters, the guy that hosts the woman haters club with the gavel and inducts them. He appeared in 450 films between 1915 and 1944. That's amazing. Bud Jameson, good for him. We're going to delve, you know, I'll delve into these, the, the, the side people as we go. Mo Howard referred to Jameson as Buddy. They, he finally recalled singing Barbershop Harmony with Charlie Chase, silent film comedian, and Vernon Dent. Vernon Dent is the is also the heavy set guy with usually a little mustache. A lot of times in the Three Stooges shorts, he plays the disgruntled customer or the cop who you know who has been wronged. <laughs> but anyway, they sang the four of them would sing Barbershop Harmony together on movie sets, which is interesting. But Jameson was a vaudeville performer. He he worked with Harold Lloyd in early in the early films. He was uh, Charlie Chaplin's studio, Hal Roach studio, worked with Stan Laurel, later worked in all the Max Sennett comedies of the 20s. He had a superb singing voice. He sings uh, in one of the later Stooges episodes. We'll get to that. He worked with uh, Bing Crosby, W.C. Fields, I mean, Thelma Todd and Zazu Pitts. This guy worked with everybody, and like I said, he did 450 you know, films. He's best known probably for his Columbia Stooge shorts, including their debut, which, like I say, he speaks in verse. He died in 1944 at the age of 50. He refused treatment for his kidney cancer, uh, which he uh, he suffered from diabetes, and he was a devout Christian scientist. 
So that's Bud Jameson. This also features a young Walter Brennan who uh, plays the train conductor who wants to be initiated into the Woman Haters Club and is initiated by Moe and Curly. Now, Walter Brennan, hey, hello, I'm this guy who always played Cookie in a, in the Westerns, later, later Westerns, I suppose. Now, I believe that is his very first time on film. In contrast to later Stooge films, this has Larry and Curly are more willful, more defiant. They even give Moe some slapstick vengeance of their own and, and bonk him, too. You know, later shorts, it devolves into, uh, or evolves, whatever, however you want to say, into Moe being kind of, I'll hit you, but you won't hit me. Curly delivers the uh, first whoop, 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 and yuck, 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 In this short... They're not quite as you remember them either. He also does the first of the... Takes his derby hat and thumps it on his head while he points his, his hand like a machine gun. And uh, so it's... Curly's uh, shorts are split in most of this short. He rips his pants in the uh, in the fight scene. <laughs> you can see the boom mic. This is just interesting tidbits. You can see the boom mic in the final sequence where they're... In, as old men at the Woman Haters Club, it's reflected on Moe and Curly on the wall. It's funny to me that it only took four days to film, you know? They cranked these out at the time. Now, it's only 20 minutes. They're all about 20 minutes long. The Stooges didn't particularly care for this short because it didn't, it didn't let them flex their muscles, really. And the director, that Archie Gottler, who wrote and directed it, he did not work with the Stooges again after this film because I don't think it was a good fit they, you know, the, the, it was since it was their first one, they were probably trying, you know, to see. Uh, I bet it takes a few uh, shorts for them to really catch their stride. Although he did come back and co-write one of their final Stooge shorts in 1958, called "Sweet and Hot." Now, Marjorie White in this, she's the she's the hot little number who plays Larry's wife. Uh, this was her last film. She was uh, killed in a car accident in 1935. She she worked a lot, actually, too. She was famous in... Uh, she was in the Charlie Chan films, which occasionally they still play on, like, Turner Classic Movies and whatnot. And so, in 1931, she was... You can recognize her, and Charlie Chan carries on. In the early 30s, she did, like, three or four features. Like I say, this was her final performance... I think she would have worked with the Stooges again. They always had that. They always had a blonde foil, you know. This was number six in the musical novelty films, and it's the only one to ever be included in the uh, in on video on home video, which is interesting. Um, basically, in short, with this, you know, it, I, I'm. It's not their best. It's it's it is what it is. It's well known because it because it's the first. And that makes sense, you know. It, it starts them on their way. What I noticed, really, I mean, besides that, was, you know, it, it's their, you know, it's their, it, it was how how skinny they all were. Besides the fact that they're young, I think most of the Stooges shorts, like I watch them on uh, IFC. They're most of the, most of the time they're from the forties, to be honest. So they're all a little older and a little heavier. It's funny to look now, especially at the, this very first one. They're all very young. Or not very young, but young comparatively very young. <laughs> uh, Mo and Larry especially are skinny, just down, just skinny basically. Um, even Curly is not what you would say, what we would today consider uh, fat or even heavy. Really, I mean, he's he's a little heavier than they are, and he has a bit of a belly, but he's not a quote unquote fat guy. 
Although, for the time, he was the fat guy. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> all in all, this was a, it's a decent one. There aren't any real gags that had that have you laughing. It's more for, oh, okay, I see where they're... Uh, look at that. That's kind of that's the first one of those. And that's, you know, there weren't really any laugh-out-loud parts. Now, for a 1934 audience, I'm sure there were. And like I said, I love the Three Stooges. I'm a big fan. I have all 190 shorts, which is how we're going to do this. And so it's just little bitty, you know, little tidbits and little factoids. They were skinny. They wore, uh, you know, unfitting, ill-fitting clothes and whatnot. That's, you know, to add to the comedy of it. <laughs> In later episodes, they'll really, they'll, they, the writing will shine a little bit more, and, and, and that never gets to the Marx Brothers levels necessarily. The Stooges were said to have uh, received $1,000 to split between the three of them for this first Columbia effort. After that, they, served, they signed a, uh, a term contract for 7500 per film to be, to be divided among them. Uh, 7500 a film, so that's 2500 each. Uh, the 7500 a film comes out to 132668 you know. Um, so that's like 40 grand, a little over 40 grand or something a piece in today's money. That's not so bad for a 20 minute for a 20 minute short. Now they're doing these every week. You got to think of too. So I'm making 40 grand a week. Hey, within their first year here, they became they became very popular, and that's how they renewed their contract now harry khan i noticed that when in my research and on wikipedia and whatnot it's spelled c-o-h-n but on that first short on the on the board there it's c-o-n-n unless the unless it's just so deteriorated and the h looks like an n but to me it looked like it said a a c-o-n-n <laughs> these were two real comedy shorts i should say each reel being about 10 minutes uh, Mo wrote in his autobiography that they each received six hundred dollars a week on a one-year contract. But like I say, the, the Columbia Books said they got a thousand bucks for their first one, and then after that, they, you know. So, and through their whole career with Columbia, Harry Kahn would mess with them and say um, that shorts are dying. You know, he didn't have enough money. The shorts are on their way out, boys. That's not... They would sweat it out each year. This is when contract time, because every year they would renew their contract. So once a year, would this scare tactic worked for all 23 years that the Stooges were at Columbia. They never once asked for an increase after they got that initial 7500 Wow. It wasn't until after they stopped making shorts in 1957 that Moe learned of the underhanded tactics and how valuable the Stooges were, and that how many millions they should have a added. I mean, how many millions they should have uh, earned. And they were the most popular of all of their shorts department. And, uh, yeah, and probably the, the least paid of all of them, which is sad. So anyway, that is Woman Haters. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Three Stooges Throwback. I have been your host, Gabriel Russo. You can check me out on Twitter at GRusso1971. You can check out uh, Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear on Facebook. And thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Come back next week for Punch Drunks, the second of the Three Stooges, Mo Larry and Curly Shorts, Columbia Shorts, released on July 13th, 1934.